AG1 is a comprehensive and convenient blend of over 70 high quality ingredients. And what that means is each morning when I wake up, before I do anything else, I drink AG1 to set me up for the day. It keeps me clear headed, full of energy and focused on whatever I need to do, like writing the fighting cock, for example. One scoop once a day before breakfast and that's it. I've actually found that I've not been needing coffee in the morning to get me started. I've still been drinking coffee because I love coffee, but it's not because it's like a necessity to do so. AG1 is made out of the highest quality ingredients subject to the strictest manufacturing standards. AG1 is NSF certified for sport and this process involves exhaustive testing and verification that every serving of AG1 is exactly what you see on the label. If you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs for your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com forward slash the fighting cock. That's drinkag1.com forward slash the fighting cock to get started. And to help the podcast. Thank you very much. Have a great day and enjoy the show. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Clock. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Hello and welcome to episode 10, season 40, fucking who knows what. Uh, This is the Fighting Cop Podcast. Today I'm joined online by the biggest motherfucker on this planet. His name is John. His surname is Bass. He's massive. Welcome, John. And he ain't made of plastic. How are you, mate? All right? Good, good. How does your heart cope? (laughs) Um, well, I've been, you know, I've been doing a bit of running, trying to get the BMI down. 
it's not re- it's not really working. But I guess it's like you know hippos. They're massive and they've got loads of like their their BMIs through the roof. Do you know they live for ages? <laughs> yeah, not only that, they're, they're the most deadly animal on the planet. Is exactly, mate. So that's what I'm saying. Never so. never question a big man. Yeah. Uh, we've got oh. Ricky. Fuck the world, Fee. I can't say he's surname. Well done, well done, well done, well done. You held back there. I like it. the world. <laughs> Let them know it's Anyway, yeah, we've got Ricky on the pod as yeah, well. Yeah, what's happening? Uh, no, not a lot. I suppose just beating Burnley 4-0. Gareth Bell is motherfucking back. He's back, he's back, he's back. But he's actually... It's not like he's actually back. It's not like he was back before, Like where it was like, oh, he scored a header against Brighton. Oh, Gareth Bale's back when we all knew he wasn't back. But right now, we know, don't we? He's actually back, Rick? Yeah, 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 totally. Completely and utterly back. Is he back, John? He's um, he's back post left foot volley against Stoke back, mate. He's fucking, he's Oof. back, mate. Oof. Wallop, he's back. Does he got, does he got back? Baby's got back, yeah. Baby's, yeah, yeah. has got back. Um... Uh, this is the Fighting Got podcast brought to you with William Hill, the official back- backer and betting partner of Tottenham, to- Tottenham, Tottenham Hotspur Football Club. Uh, there's a big quiz going on. Don't know if you, uh, you've heard of it. It might be called the uh, the world's most difficult Tottenham Hotspur quiz. It might be called that. Uh, last week, Connor pulled James Regal's pants down and became the new people's champ. Connor. How do you feel about it? Yes. How, how's your week been? People coming up to you and that? Yeah, good. Put me on the map, Flav. So thank you for that. Thank you for the opportunity. No, you're welcome. You, you're more than welcome. Um, has anyone approached you? No, not really, mate. Well, Pandemic and that. But don't that, that would change, wouldn't it? Don't, don't say that. Don't, but surely your win transcends the global par- pa- pandemic. Uh, no, I like to keep a low profile, mate. You know? That's what I, I quiz for the people, not for the accolades. Indeed. All right. Fair enough. Uh, can, I, can I tell you something, <laughs> Connor? Yes. Are you are you motherfuckers ready for something? Are you motherfuckers ready or what? Are you motherfuckers ready or what? His name's Joe. <laughs> Joe, how are you doing, mate? I'm good, Flav. How are you? I'm magnificent. Joe, you are self-proclaimed the best. Uh, quizzer of all Tottenham Hotspur fan base. Is that correct? Yeah, more or less. More or less. I'd, I'd, I'd say so. Why not? You know the Athletic? No one knows it. Doesn't matter. Right, but <laughs> you, you, you took a part of a, a quiz with them recently, didn't you? I did, yeah. Well, I, I came second place in that one. So yeah. I'm hoping I can, um, yeah, you know, go one better tonight and uh, yeah, take the glory. Yeah, well, James Regal came second place last week. That's That, that means nothing. Like... <laughs> What what you know? What how big of a challenge was this quiz with that that the athletic that we didn't mention? How how, how big was that quiz? It was you know there, there there was definitely a challenge for sure. I feel I let myself down a bit, but you know what? Well, I've I've enjoyed these quizzes. I feel this is where the real challenge is tonight. And you know I'm, I'm here to showcase my skills. Uh, when when you listened to the quiz previously, have you felt like I can I can dick any one of these? Like I'd, I'd literally pull my plumber out. And rest it on their shoulder. It, I'm that confident. It's like you're reading my mind, Flav. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm thinking. Connor, are you worried about Joe's plumber? Nah, well, not at this point. But we'll see. Nah, I'm, I'm, all, I'm all right, Flav. I'm up for it. Okay, boys. Uh, I'm going to put you on mute right now. We're going to bring you back in about half hour, uh, where we're going to do the world's 
most difficult Tottenham Hotspur quiz and find out what's going on going forward. But, boys, we've got to talk about Gareth Bale, right? Yeah. Yeah, we do. Uh, we've got a question from uh, our Afro Scott. Afro underscore Scott. It says, do you still think he's a mascot? Now, four weeks ago, we may have put out a podcast where we called Gareth Bale a mascot. Ricky, have you seen and do you understand the gravity of his ascendancy as clearly a starting player in, in the, the Spurs front line? Yeah. Well, like, it's... You know when you just... Uh, it, it's felt like a, a bit of an uphill struggle. Uh, and this is not just uh, Bale himself, but a bit of the team as well. And it just feels like we've just gone over that crest of the hill... And we're just coming down. Like like if you're on a shopping trolley, standing on the back, picking up momentum, going down the street, you just know it's gonna it's gonna come out of out of control because the speed and momentum is just gonna be There's gonna be a pothole that destroys yeah, your yeah. face. No, no, never, 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 never happens with shopping trolleys. <laughs> <laughs> no, you just I just um it's giving the whole team and fans manager it's given everybody that a, a good feeling really it's uh, like you said like you said earlier the, the game uh where Bale scored against Brighton it wasn't like a a performance that made you think oh yeah he, he's back I've seen uh, seen a bit of his old self from when he was here last time but with the performance against Burnley and the performance against uh Wolfsburger as well during the week um you can see that he isn't. He isn't scared to take players on. He isn't scared to go and uh, shout for the ball. He isn't scared to kind of just run out, uh, go into space. He, he's just. He wants to do it all like he used to. He wants to shoot. He wants to play that Hollywood pass. He he's everywhere. And while he is, you know, uh, rediscovering himself, um, he is. You know, it, it's one of those extra things where. Defenses and, and teams will be focusing on Bale playing along that side, and while they're putting their focus on him, there'll be Son and Kane and wh- whoever is going to be playing uh, the number ten role as well. That are going to be waiting there, so it's just they'll just be overloading bods, mate. Let me ask you a question. Do you remember back in the day when Bale was pulling up trees for Harry Redknapp, um, where the fans in the stadium were screaming at Harry Redknapp like he knew not a single iota about football? They were saying, he plays on the left, he plays on the left, Gareth Bale, he plays on the left. Do you remember that? I do remember that, yeah, I remember it fondly. Yeah, do you remember? <laughs> I'm not sure it was that fondly, I thought it was a big mistake. <laughs> I thought you are questioning people, you, you shouldn't be. Anyway, uh, he, he, he was moved into the midfield, remember that game against Norwich, where uh, yeah. his playing as a number 10, he destroyed them. And then under AVB, he became the main man. Any any aspect of our attacking flow came through Gareth Bale and just how good he was. Yeah. Did you feel any of that, any of that at all, when he scored the goals he did against uh, Wolfsburger and uh, Burnley? Did you? Did did? Because for me, it feels like a little bit like he's actually back. Like he may not be that player back then. But maybe he's like back in a way that's going to genuinely influence Tottenham's future. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. 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 I just, uh, yeah, it's, uh, is it uh, when uh, in, um, isn't it, I don't, I'm going to make an idiot myself here, but in the terminology in boxing, being born, uh, it's like he's being reborn. I think I just see it on Rocky movie, actually, but it's, it's still it's still relevant. Yeah, right? Rocky's combat, a comeback is similar to what Bell could potentially achieve, for sure. Yeah, ex- exactly. And, um, yeah, I feel it, man. I, I really do feel it. And it isn't just, um, like, the thing is as well, with Bale, before, in the media, and us fans, um, and Mourinho, everyone was having subtle digs. Like, loads of people was just saying, what a waste, what a waste of a talent. What a waste of, like, picking up the wages coming to Tottenham. And I've been really disappointed with him and blah, blah, blah. And do you know what? He he um, he, he was getting pulled, uh, pulled over the coals for it. And um, maybe he's made you, know, you well. Maybe he's made you well. And you know, maybe I, I know. Like uh, Mourinho get, gets uh, dug out for for tough love for saying his fitness wasn't um, all that, and then he kind of uh, gives it the oh, well, I, you know, I don't know how ready he is to play ninety minutes and all the stuff he says, and it makes that player that more defiant, that more. You know, do you know what I'm going to show you? Like, I'm going to show all these uh, TV pundits. I'm going to show all the fans that are saying this, that, and the other. And I just think you can tell, like he's he's playing with uh, like that cocky confidence. And it's not the finished article yet. He's just he's just getting started. Indeed, uh, we've got a question from Joe Yon uh, Rubinstein. Uh, that's of the Rele- Revol- revolution will be televised of BBC Frame Free, free for BBC wow. Free. Fame. Jesus, made that up for myself. Hey, it's going to be coming on the pod soon, actually. Uh, Is it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you haven't seen this show, it's so good. You can go and, watch, go and watch it on YouTube. It's about seven or eight years ago. It's a fantastic show. To watch it, uh, Re- The Revolution will be televised. Anyway, he asked, John, Is Gareth Bell back to the taxi for Mycon vibes? Is it that level or not? Is it a different kind of Gareth Bell? Well, it might be that level, but in a different manifestation. In other words, like I think that Gareth Bale of just blistering pace, like probably the most explosive player in the world, I think that has gone because his body's caught up to him. But I think that the level of being like in that top tier bracket of players, I think we're seeing a like a glimmer of that again. And that that to me is like it's as valuable as as, as that type of Gareth Bale was then. Um it can be that for us now. Um I think what what for me is like stood out about this whole thing is that when a player basically doesn't play for a year at that level of like elite football, you can't just go, oh, well, he's been training for a couple of weeks for a minute, it'll be fine. Like, I think it has taken its toll, and I think like everyone, like the media, us, like fans at large, are just taking it for granted that he just when you're that finely tuned as an athlete and you've had a lot of injuries like he has, and you're your body to a certain extent has to be in a, a perfect condition for you to feel comfortable. I think what we what we've seen is he's still got a bit like even those first games when he's like scored a header, that's just instinct. That's just natural talent and ability to be able to just react to something quickly. But he's like touch was off and he didn't look like he could move very well and all those things that do require like conditioning and training and sharpness to come back. And now he's getting that. We are seeing a player who is so confident. Like Rick said, the swagger's back a little bit with him. You know, he's getting the ball and he is taking people on. And he's still like doing people for pace now. But he's also just got so much more to his game 
than when he left us. Like his ability to like find passes and open up the game is as much improved since he left us. And he's gone from a player that was all about physicality to just being like an absolute wizard on the ball. So I think that this is just the start of his rebirth. Jeez. And I'm I am excited, mate. I'm so excited. Uh, we've got a question from Andrew Briggs. He says, when was the last time you felt so good about a player having a great game? I don't know. I just can't. There is no... I don't know. I don't know because the the dip before this current form, and when I say form, we're not winning matches. We won one game against Burnley. We lost against West Ham. But you could feel like the performances are coming. And that's the first time under Jose Mourinho where you actually go into a game. Like I was going into that Burnley game thinking, we should do these. Like if Bow's playing, we've got Son and Kane on there as well. Delhi to play or come off the bench. We've got more than enough to hurt them badly. And when we started hurting them really badly, like really bad, I thought, this is where I expected us to be. Um, when was the last time, boys, either of you, can can think about a, a a single performance that that lifted you? Would it would it be Gareth Bale on day AVB? Is that the last time we had such an individual, or is it Janola under George Graham? But where where is it? Um, I am gonna say for my probably top three of recent memory is Harry fucking Kane. He, the, the, there is so we ta- we take for granted so much. So of, we do, uh, we do. We're like like the amount of times he scored the perfect hat trick, or he's just scored a, a general hat trick, Rick, or you, he's he's just he's just got us out of a game. Rick, but, do you um, know do you know he's only won Player of the Year once in the last five years? It's mad, isn't it? Yeah, it's ridiculous. Doesn't surprise me though. Why? What are you saying? There's a, a bias against um, Harry Kane. That's what I'm saying. And, and Tottenham. A, and a bias for the person who won it more? In Huminson or? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. So carry on with your point. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I was, no, I was just going to say that in, in recent years, um, Harry Kane is, is, is the standout player for me. Um, yeah. Jose Mourinho has said that um, there is no coach in Europe, that wouldn't play Harry, uh, wouldn't play Gareth Bale in the form that he's in currently. If he's as fit as he is, that there's no coach on earth that wouldn't play him. That's music to my ears, isn't it, boys? Like, like John, like the fact that if he, if Jose Mourinho in his in his decades of experience and all the trophies he's won, genuinely feels like Gareth Bale, the Gareth Bale that we know, but now that he sees in training. Is as, is as good as any version of Gareth Bale that's come before him, that any manager would play him. That's music to my ears, isn't it, John? Yeah, mate. I mean, I mean, look. Aside from one, which was Zidane, which is which is the reason that he's here with us. <laughs> but um, yeah, but if, if he's got ten, <laughs> ten league goals this season, now Zidane's a dickhead. Yeah, I mean, Zidane is a dickhead regardless, um, and that's to our game, so it doesn't you know it doesn't matter. But yeah, I mean, I think look when. And we're now starting to see his talent on show like more consistently. And like I said, I think this is actually the start. I think we're going to start seeing like just ridiculous goals from him, like more assists. I think he'll play more often. He's still not going to be able to play like twice a week, every week. Like we're still going to have to manage his minutes. Why? Why? Do... Why? 
Because yeah, make him. Make, just, make make him. Him. just make him make do it. Just say do it. Make him do it. Do it, with, do it or we'll fuck you up. Constantly. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I just I think like this this could be the start of it. And I just think that um while he's in this sort of form, you just gotta ride the wave because you know, like Sun goes through these spells of like, you know, not being on top form. And he's in one of those spells now. So if Bale's compensating for that and then you get Sun firing, you can somehow rotate Delhi into this team. We don't need the defense. Like fuck it. I'll play I'll play center half. Like, we, we'll smash things five four anyway. Like okay. we will score shit tons of goals if we can get those four firing in all cylinders, which I don't think we're that far away from. Yeah, it does feel like uh, John Bass like losing his head on the night out and swinging in the middle of uh, rev, the rev bar, just clocking yeah. a couple, couple of blokes and taking a couple to his face as well. <laughs> but he's he's put so much commitment into it that he's knocked a couple out. Is that fair, John? Yeah, yeah that's, sort of, that's sort of vibe I was going for. Just sort of a you know, big hate, like Hail Mary, Haymaker-type vibe. Take a couple with me. Yeah. Tears rolling down his face, screaming... Slapping, all, uh, uh, swinging around with with his hands open, massive yeah. slap. <laughs> White shirt covered in Red Bull. Fuck it, come on, <laughs> Sarah. Why don't you love me? <laughs> Got a question for a Spurs shout, uh, Ricky. I, I, I want to hear your take on this. If you could get a twenty-five-year-old Gareth Bale or a twenty-five-year-old Harry Kane, which one would you take if you can only have one? Um, I would take Kane because... What's he um, won? What's he won, though? What's he won? I don't care because at 25 years old, when Kane was in blistering form, do you know where he went? Nowhere. He fucking stayed put. He stayed here. Yes, boy. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. right. Harry, I agree. Harry Kane. Kane, Kane for life. Kane for life. And yeah. <laughs> Just... just uh, do, you, uh, do, 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 do you think, um, you know, while we're... Uh, you know, waxing lyrical about Bale, and in in the media they're going to be they're going to be talking loads about him. Do you think Kane is like just sitting at home, just punching his other hand, like just really fucked off that Bale's getting all the headlines, or do you think he's like, no, 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 that's that's nice. Got so so someone's helped me out. This is Reem. That's a good question. Just like, or, or do you think he's like, mate, you you're uh, you're taking my Greavesy Greavesy goals here. Like, what are you doing? It's pass. It's- it's a really, uh, it's a good question because I, when I was watching that game, I forgot about Harry Kane. Like, I, like, I, you know, I not didn't forget about him, but he just seemed like a part of a cog in the machine, right? And yeah. Bale felt like the biggest cog in that machine on that day. And it isn't about us separating the two. It's about the fact that we have two big cogs. If Bale is what we hoped he would be in the last not just the last two performances, but the performances before that. Like he, He's been playing very well since Marine. Yeah. Uh, so that you can take those performances and be positive about the future. Harry Kane should also be looking at thinking, I don't have to do everything on my own anymore. I can drop down and look for Bale or Bale will find me. He found, found Kane for the assist. And we, like, like them too, and Son, we're not even thinking about Son right now. It's like two months ago, Son was the be-all and end-all. But because of Bale's emergence, you know, we've got an actual complete forward line where, you know, if you look at Liverpool, they're not talking about Salah, Firmino or Mane independently. They're talking about them as a collective. Yeah. You know, and there, yeah. there is a collective noun for Delhi. Is there Delhi Son... Kane and Bale. 
No, there isn't. I can't find one. But there, 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 um, there, there yeah. could be. What, well, you got one, John? It's, I've seen it. I'm not going to take credit for this, but I've seen it's Son, Harry, Ali, and Gareth Shag. <laughs> yes! Yes! Yeah, so we could but, see yeah. Shag. We could see, see we could, Shag. We see, uh, Flav, I think you were halfway there. I think, you know, we've got Son is one cog. We've got Kane is the other cog. And then we've got Skag. Gareth Bale as the other Skag. cog. No, no. Fighting, the fighting cogs. That was <laughs> Can we get a skag? Can we get a skag? Son, Kane, Ali, Gareth, skag, Bosch. Yeah, <laughs> get the skag in the mix, mate. Skag's going to get you. I think, um, skag. I think though, <laughs> can you imagine Sky Sports running with skag? Um, I, I do think, though, that we'll, um, the Kane thing's a good one because I think. Like Rick touched on something there, which is that Kane will look at that and just go, "All right, then I'm just going to score more." Then, if that's what, if that's what it's about, because he's going to see Bale getting all the plaudits and see everyone talking about him, and I think he's just going. He'll just he always goes up a level, Kane. If you if you throw him into like first time in the Champions League, just got a shit loads of goals. Then it's international football already like running down Rooney's record. Like wherever he goes to, wherever the challenge is, he always rises above it. And I feel like now having Bale there, one, it will mean that he's getting more service, which is always a good thing for Kane. And also, I think he's going to be like, right, I don't have to do as much of the coming deep and creating because there's another player who can do it. He's, I think you'll see a lot more like six-yard finishes from Kane in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. I think he'll just be like, I'm going to get in the mix. I'm going to score a fuckload of goals. So watch yeah, it. T- totally agree, mate. I think, it, I think he's going to be like... But Bale, if you want to get on your bike and go, son, like you, you do that. I'm just going to be in the box. So, and he is just going to hopefully he's just going to, you know, stop dropping deep so much and trying to do everything um, because he's got that support there. And um, I, I, I just want smashing goals in all the time. What Kane and Bale to be as bisexual as possible, just switching all over the place. Get it all. Get it all. <laughs> Um, yeah. And I just want like Ndombele to provide the lube, just like freeing it up, like oh yeah, just smoothing everything over. Lovely. Ndombele's coming in, going, I'm trisexual. Everything. Yeah. Everything. Oh, do you want yeah. me to play ten? I'll play ten. I'll play right, right, right mid. I'll play right wing. I'll, I'll play right back. I'll try anything. That's that's the mentality we want. Now I think that's yeah, what I'm. I'm sure that if we were on the you know, the the walls of the offices of Jose Mourinho, we'd hear that kind of intuition saying, look, be trisexual. Um, <laughs> boys, can I shock you? Go on, please do. When Spurs were 3-0 up against Burnley, we were among, uh, among the teams in the big five European leagues, only Bayern Munich, with 102 goals, have scored more goals in all, all competition than Spurs. And that's 94. Flav, can I uh, can I say something? You you've shocked me. Have I? Mm. Yeah, you have shocked me. Can I shock Jesus you? Christ, is that is that is that right? Ninety four. Did you say ninety four goals? Yeah, I don't know where the parameters. Are. I don't know where the parameters are. It wasn't in the running order, but I'm just saying that that's the fact right now. Like only Bayern Munich have scored more goals than Tottenham. In, that's that's since, mental. Since they scored the first goal of their hundred and two goals. <laughs> yeah. Can I shock you? Wow. Rick. Yeah, yeah, go on. Yeah, shot me again. I didn't write. I didn't write. The, I didn't write the running order. I would have brought it to, to the party, but I didn't write the running order. So uh, you can thank T for that, or or, or opt to Joe, either, either or. 
Right, okay. Okay, let's move on. Uh, Fulham. <laughs> Imagine if we beat them as well. Because a week ago we were talking about how good it would be if we beat Wolfsburg, which we we thought we would. Going into Burnley, which we all we all sort of like deep down knew we would, but Spurs are Spurs, so we might not. But we beat them as well. If we go to Fulham away at the um, the cottage, yeah, Craven Cottage, the Craven Cottage, the, the, the Craven. Cottage. <laughs> the, the cra- for a minute, it just left my head. I didn't, I couldn't find, couldn't find it, boys. I couldn't find it. Uh, Craven Cottage. Um, you know, that's like that's something. That's three wins on the bounce. Then we got who? We got Palace. Fuck a Palace. Yeah. So. Like, things might be happening. And then we go into Arsenal, we dick them, then any thought of Jose Mourinho leaving the football club, which is mad, has got to be banished. Uh, how, how are you approaching this Fulham game, John? Um, I'm cautiously optimistic, mate. I think this, um, like we said, I think this Burnley result and like performance, I think is like what we've wanted to see for ages. We know, I mean, the irony being we got a clean sheet as well in that game, but we know that our defence has not been a strong point for us. So we've wanted to see more of a focus on the players that we do think are our strength and going forward. And we saw that and it worked. Like I thought we were, we were great. It was really enjoyable to watch it. It was like free throwing football, loads of goals. And I expect us to, to approach the game in the same way. Now, I think it'll be actually a harder game against Fulham because they were actually quite decent against us the last time we played them and I think they present a different type of threat but I think we've just got to go into these games and the Palace one just looking to smash teams just looking to put goals past teams I think if we do that I think we'll get positive results and and I think we'll start to get more people on side with look let's just let's just ride this for now and see where it takes us I agree I agree let's just see what happens but I feel like we can do it I feel like Mm. like it's not it's not about like I don't I don't feel as confident as I do about Spurs because I feel like Jose Mourinho has switched things up. I just feel like the players have taken the responsibility to do something. Like Bale's resurgence as a you know a, a talisman again means that because he's so good that regardless of the tactics of the opponent or what Jose Mourinho wants us to do, if he's that fantastic, if he's that good on the ball then we're always going to be in a great situation. So I'm not thinking about this Fulham game, like I said, going into it thinking, oh, this is fantastic because Jose Mourinho switched it around. It ain't that. It's not. It's just it feels like the players, have, their minds have changed and they're maybe feeding into something that Jose Mourinho has given them. Um, but I choose not to believe what you saw in the Athletic with, you know, you know I'm talking about, uh, there's no sort of attacking coaching going on. I actually choose to believe that there's something positive going on and that this might be a turning point for Jose Mourinho and the rest of our, our seasons as Spurs fans. And that if we can go into that Fulham game and be confident, and we should be confident going into it, and we can win and beat Palace, then, then we're genuinely talking about, genuinely, if we beat those two, top four again. That's a fact, isn't it, Rick? Well, um, yeah, it, I mean, it, yeah, if if you uh, if we do beat those, uh, we will be in contention for for top four. I am not going to go. I mean, I'm just I'm going to ignore top four for the time being and just get to 
just take on the games as and when they come, and then when we when we start edging closer, then I'll allow myself to. Rick, can I tell uh, you think, tell you how the bookies feel, Rick? Because can, uh, can you can you shock me for a third time? Yeah, I'll, I'll shock you. I'll sh- I'll sh- well, I, I, I won't shock you actually because our odds of finishing the top four dropped dramatically, twelve to one for William Hill last week. Based on that win and our performance, we're now six to one. Uh, for a top four finish, six to one, which is still long. You know what I mean? It's still you can make money on on that for sure. But their odds have been chopped massively because of what we did against Burnley and because of Bale's assurgence. And uh, six to four to finish in the top six. So if you fancy a bit of that, make a bit of money on Spurs' success, then jump on on William Hill. Um, do, do, John, do you, do you feel like a top a top four? Birth is within our realm or not? Is it just too far? Well, look, it's um, it's going to be tough and we're going to have to have some other results go in our favour. But it's been that sort of season, hasn't it? Like, teams just do really well for a couple of weeks. They're like, oh, they're going to win the league. And then they just fall apart. You know, even, even City. I remember listening to a couple of podcasts, like, sort of early start of the season. It was like, oh, they're gonna, it's going to be a real struggle for them this year. They've absolutely pissed it now. Like, they're miles ahead of everyone. And so even them uh, had like a kind of wobbly stage during the season. So I think it's always wide open because there's always teams that are going to dip off. If we can have a good end to the season and make this our hot streak, that's the best time to, to have it. So I think like, yeah, why not, mate? I think we've got, we've got to be optimistic. The world's pretty fucking grim and pretty shitty. We've had a bit of an up and down season. When things are good, if you can't enjoy it now, then fucking give up, mate. Give up. Isn't there that thing where um the way the fixtures have gone, we've we've played a lot of the a lot of the so called big boys and, and the other teams around us still still have to play though. So if we've uh like from now we we um well from Wolfsburg we've picked up that momentum and it just snowballs and we're getting into that uh, real attacking uh vibe and the fixtures that are coming up for us are um, favourable, and for the people around us, that there are going to be uh, slip-ups as long as um, when those opportunities arise that that we take them. There is every chance that we can still make it, and I still do believe that uh, we, we are going to do it. And it's and it's going to be like last game of the season um, th- that we'll be able to do it, but. Um, I'm not going to be like brash and say, yeah, definitely do it. Definitely top four, fucking easy. Whatever. No, no, because I'm, not. because I'm, you know, I, I am, I'm being real, but I'm, uh, you know, quietly confident. And, um, yeah, I, I, I still think, I still think we've got it in us to be fair. Can I shock you? Oh my God. Not for a fourth time this evening. <laughs> we will finish above West Ham. Uh, we are, uh, six points behind West Ham. We've got a game in hand. By the time we they next play, we could be above them on goal difference. So I'm shit. just saying that all the shit we got after they beat us, unjustly, that imagine the piling of shit that we can put back on them if we get in that situation. I mean, we're, we're Spurs. It's not going to happen. But just if it may happen. I thought, I thought you were going to give me some odds on that. Uh, I can't give you odds on that. But what I can give you odds on is that Jose Mourinho has now been pushed to 10 to 3, the next manager to go. But actually, William Hill's favourites, the favourite for the next manager to go is no one. No manager. Oh, they don't, oh they, shit. The, 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 the best odds is, is no manager being socked, socked, sacked. 
Socks. Socks. Punch in the face. No manager's getting punched in the face. Um, unless he's in, uh, unless he's in like bar revs with me, and I'm having a fucking couple of vodka red bulls by what, so start what, those. We 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 ran that poll last year, uh, like last week rather, um, about who, whether or not you want Jose Mourinho to go, and the majority, a slim majority, said that they wanted Jose Mourinho to stay to the end of the season. It looks like that that may be the case, according to William Hill as well. Do you see a world? It can't be that hard to see, actually, that, that Jose Mourinho does lead the club it, before the end of the season, John. I mean, now I can't see it. I mean, there was a, a stage, I think it was like the Brighton game, and we'd had like some miserable results up at, up at that point, and then we lost that game. And I was, I was kind of at the point where I wasn't even angry. I was just like, oh, I, can't, I can't bear to watch these games. This is getting too much. And I did think to myself... If he carries on like this, it's gonna, it's, his position will become untenable and he's going to get bombed. Um, but then as like people started talking about it, I know Al's made this point a few times, Like when you actually take a step back and, and look at it, you, you can't. Like you, have to, you have to weigh up actually what we can get to replace Jose or even just as in a caretaker role to someone to look at that till the end of the season. If you do, it's, there's no one in the club currently that I think anyone would really like have much confidence in. That means you've got to bring in like an Eddie Howe. Eddie Howe will do all right, and then what you're going to do? Give him the permanent job. You can't not give it to him if he's doing all right, and then you get stuck with Eddie Howe for a year. And so I, I think any of those situations just never end up very well for us. Plus, the money to pay him off. Plus, we're still in. You know, obviously now we're, hopefully we can get there through the league, but we're still in the Europa League. So if you win that, you get in the Champions League. So actually, there are like avenues available to him plus we've still got a final which would bring us silverware so i think all of us me included were getting a little bit carried away to even think that that was a possibility like a couple of weeks ago and now i think he's he's, he's miles away from getting sacked if i'm being honest imagine mostly. imagine ricky the grim reality of six games in under eddie howe <laughs> oh god just imagine uh, it's like oh god this is us for two years three yeah. years three years maybe watching that strange little man who somehow formed a top flight and top draw managerial career based on what he did with Bournemouth, a team that shouldn't yeah. even be anywhere near the Premier League. Fuck Bournemouth. Fuck Eddie L. <laughs> <laughs> I actually he, think, uh, I he's, think he's he, quite good. I actually think he's quite good. <laughs> he's quite a good coach. He's all right. He's, yeah, he's a yeah, he's a de- decent coach. I mean... Uh, I think a lot of it was uh, he, he had a, a good relationship with Bournemouth and he, he'd been there for years and I, I think he may have even been a, a player there. and So he knows how the club works and the finances, operation, all, all of that. Mm. But um, it'd be interesting to see him at a, at a bigger team. Didn't play for us, um, did he? Didn't captain not, us. Not, yeah, not for Tottenham, though. Some other team. Do that experiment elsewhere, mate. Re- not here. Remember, he did sell out Bournemouth to go and manage Burnley, get relegated and then go back to Bournemouth. That happened. Well, there you go. Um, there you go. So I was having a conversation with the Bods over at uh, William Hill. And I, after, you know, we'd seen Bale's form in the cup competitions. And I just went over to him and said, can I get some odds on Gareth Bale to score 10 league goals this season? And my mate over there, Paul, he went, what, this, this, he's only scored one? I'm like, yep. Yeah. All right, well, you can have 40 to one. I was like, Yeah. All right, I'll, I'll take that. He's got his bag two this weekend. I've gone back to him and I went, 
Can I still have odds for ten <laughs> for, for, for Bell to score ten goals this season, league goals this season? You went, yeah, you can twelve to one. <laughs> Ah, uh, shit. 12-1. 12-1, you know. Mate, I... mate it's, only, it's only seven goals. He can do it. Like, if he's flying, he can definitely do it. But what I'm saying is, if you want the best odds for William Mill, listen to what we're saying on this podcast and, and, and just, you know, spend the money you can spend on it because I, I've i never won a, a bet in football ever in my life. But if I'm going to, like, double down on something, it's Gareth Bale scoring 10 goals this season, in my opinion. Right now, twelve to one, William Mill. Last week, forty to one. Trust us; it's <laughs> we know how good Gareth Bale is going to be this season. Shit, yeah, I, um, yeah, I think I might have a little, uh, might have a little go on that, son. Might have a little go on that, yeah. <laughs> put, put a quid on it, Rick. Put a quid on it. Yeah, yeah, so, innit? What, what was what was the uh, what was it? we used to? You remember uh, William Mill had the um, huts in uh, the old Water Lane. And um, you, what, what was the bet that you used to put on every single... Actually, I remember. Actually, I remember it. Rick, yeah, go on. See what, if you remember it. was the bet? Dawson, first goal. <laughs> 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 We'd go down to the stand and we'd go, Rick, what you had? He went, Dawson, first goal. Every every week. He's got he's got to come up with that towering header. One, one, one did, time or another. Did, he's got to do it. Did he ever get it? Uh, uh, not not first goal. I can't remember. He did during a game. I was too, too annoyed by then. <laughs> All right, uh, and also uh, Spurs to win the Carabao and Europa League is just twelve to one. They believe in us, boys. They absolutely believe in us, and I think now is the time to bring Connor the suckling pig and <laughs> the new contender. That is Joe. Have I muted him? Fuck, I've muted him. I fucked it all up. You alright? Yep, you alright, Connor? Yeah, I'm good. Are you ready to take on Joe? Because Joe is like, I'm not not joking about. Joe is like, I'm building him up a little bit. But I've don't if yeah. Joe if Joe beats you tonight, I don't think we'll ever get Joe off. You're uh, you're you're turned into his hype man, Flav, haven't you? You're flavour Flav. Yes, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> that's exactly what I am. Um, all right, okay. So the option, the, the 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 clue here is that the 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 quiz is about. Welsh people or Wales. Okay. Wow. Okay. 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 That doesn't help really, does it? Okay. So <laughs> uh, Leo's put the quiz together as normal. Uh, we're going to start with you, Connor. You can hear the dramatic music. You can hear it. It's lovely. Lovely. Like, yeah. li- living it. Because this is where Joe lives on a day-to-day basis. He doesn't li- li- listen to podcasts. He don't listen to music. He just listens to, to dramatic quiz music. That's where John's at. Connor, are you ready, mate? Because you're the reigning champ here. Don't be mugged off. Yeah, I'm ready, Vlad. Let's go. All right, let's, let's go. Let, all right, all right, all right, let's go. Uh, number one, Connor. Seven Welsh players have played for Spurs in the Premier League, including the three currently here. Can you name yeah. them? So Gareth Bale, Joe Roden. Correct. Ben Davis. Yep. Chris Gunter. Yes, yes. Pat Vandenhow. Whoa, Yes! You got two more. Can you get them? 
Ben Thatcher. Yes. And Simon Davis. Oh my fucking god, Joe! That you are on the ropes here, mate. Surely you haven't even answered here. You haven't said a word. You're on the ropes yeah. already. That was yeah, a good I'm answer. Not... That was a good answer, yeah. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Joe. Uh, who was the last Welsh manager to manage Spurs? Last Welsh manager. God, throwing a tough one here, Flav. Um... Well, that last one was quite tough. Yeah, I know that name. And was. to be fair, I haven't. I'm just reading this out. I, I'm not responsible. Okay. Um, I'm going to go over rat Terry Neal. No, it was Peter Shreves. Oh, got him. Got him. Okay, so Connor is one up. Boys, can you count, uh, keep count? Because you know what happened last I week. am, I am. Thank you, Ricky. Uh, number two for you, Connor. <laughs> on, the, on this day, St. David's, the St. David's Day, in... 2002-2003 we lost 2-0 to West Ham one former player and one future player scored against us can you name either of them on this day it's St David's Day in 2002 and 2003 we lost 2-0 to West Ham one former player and one future player scored against us can you name either of them just one one or the other Jermaine Defoe is incorrect sorry mate the answer was Les Ferdinand and Michael Carrick Oh, well, I thought Carrick was there by then. Well, look, don't blame me. Blame, uh, blame Leo. Um, number two for you, Joe. Uh, on this day in 2008, we lost 4-1 to Birmingham, which former English midfielder scored our only goal again? Which former English midfielder scored our only goal? I think a former player, you know, English midfielder, scored our only He's English. He played for us at the time. Who scored? Jamie O'Hara? So close, Jermaine Genius. Ah, oh. okay, oh, skills still one there, wasn't it? Uh, Connor, three. Yes. You, how many goals did Simon Davies score for Spurs in 140 appearances? You can go two either way. He had 140 games. How many goals did he score either way? I'm gonna say 23. Oh, it's close, 16. Very unlucky. Uh, what's the score, Rick? 1 0. 1 0. Okay. Joe, who of the former seven Welsh Spurs contingent holds the most caps for Wales? Seven. Who of the former seven Welsh Spurs contingent holds the most cap for Wales? Gareth Bale? Oh, I know. <laughs> so I'm doubting myself. <laughs> I'm doubting myself. I'm looking at this, and it isn't Gareth Bale. I'm surprised by that. But yeah, fair enough. It's Chris Gunter. Did you, oh. Joe? Did you? Did you? Did you sorry, uh, uh, Connor. Did you know that? I did know that. Yeah, he, he, he did a hundred caps recently, didn't he? I Joe, think. do you expect? Do you accept that answer, Joe? Yeah, no. It's it's all, it's all good. It's all good. Um, I have hyped you up a lot. So, can you get the, the next couple right, please? Oh, I'll, <laughs> I'll do my best, Flav. Don't worry. I know you're giving me the hard ones early doors, but yeah, I'll, I'll come back. I, I, I genuinely think that you had the easier out of the two. I, I, that's just me. I don't know anything. That's just me. I don't know. Uh, number four. <laughs> Connor, against which team did Ben Davies get his first Spurs goal? Oh, God, that's really hard. Oh, I'm, I'm not going to give you a clue. Oh, I know that one, Flav, just as a little heads up. I, I know it. I was there, actually. Aston Villa. <laughs> oh, my God! Maybe Connor is the guy. Maybe he is. Maybe... Like, Connor will go on this run that no one could beat. That's 2-0 up. 
mate, um, Joe, you got to score. You got to score. You got to get both of these right. Oh God, here we go. This is when you know the. <laughs> this is the pressure. If you, if you, well, actually, if if Joe, if Connor gets his last one right, then there's nothing you can do. But uh, does number four? Does Bale have more goals or more assists for Spurs? More goals or more assists? God, that is a tough one. A he tough had one. that one really good season where he scored a load of goals, and I'm, I'm going to go with goals. It is correct. Goals. He scored 64 and 61 assists. Okay, Connor, this is on you now, mate. Can you yep. do this? Can you defeat the might of Joe? I know I've beat him up, but I am. I'm like Don King bigging up Riddick Bow, right? I I know nice. I know he's got a right hand. Topical. <laughs> cheers, cheers. <laughs> All right, okay, <laughs> number five. Which Welshman has scored more goals against Spurs, Aaron Ramsey or Craig Bellamy? I'd go Aaron Ramsey. He seems to score all the time against us. That's correct. He's done it again. Joe, I'm so sorry, mate. Connor has yeah, won. Boy. Oh, it's, I'm <laughs> yeah, boy. Wow, that's the flavour reference there. No, I, I understood what it was, Connor. I get, it, I get it completely. I've called myself Flav for a long time. I haven't like this isn't the first time ever someone's done that to me. All right, I understand it. The right, the right now, we've got to commiserate Joe because he's better than that. I'm like, I'm like Bradley Walsh on on the uh, on the chase. You're better than that, Joe. Yeah, you, know, you, you have good days, you have bad days. This this clearly isn't my day, but is that can I have that consolation question? Maybe? Of course, absolutely, that, absolutely. Of course, you can. Uh, number five. What is the combined number of appearances for Wales from the seven players mentioned earlier? Oh, <laughs> wow. you got you go twenty thirty either way, <laughs> either way. That's fucking impossible. Uh, yeah, so Gunter got a hundred recently, then. Seven of them. Uh, Three hundred and twenty. <laughs> that is incredible. You you were eight out. Eight out. You would have got. Wow. You would have got the point, but uh, you don't get the win. Um, Joe, oh. you can hold your head up high. Ricky, John, do you have anything to say to Joe? Like commiserate him. Like you know, Connor is just on fire right now. No, I mean, uh, with the, the, there was a lot of talk about this uh, athletic quiz earlier, so I thought there might be um, a fairer chance, but... Ain't that uh, quick. Sh- it's not the fighting cop, though, is it? No, Joe, you, Joe you've shit the bed, unfortunately, and you've rolled yeah. all in it, so yeah. I'm disappointed. The athletic, yeah. we shit them. Maybe. I'll, I'll come back I'll, li- I'll listen, I'll do my homework, and yeah, maybe maybe I'll get another chance one day, we'll see. You, you definitely will, you definitely will, Joe, because I feel like you're better for it, but You've got to give credence here to Connor. Like, he's give it the big and he's smashed James out of the park. I thought I brought in a proper ringer here. I thought that Connor will be slapped all over the place. Like, literally resting his cock on top of Connor's head. That's what I thought it was going to be, that sort of level. And he just keeps coming in so confident, so cocky. I know <laughs> I know that he's not that old either. He must be, well, how old are you, Connor? I would say 28, 29? 30 and a half, Claire. The thirty and a half. We did. We did that last week, didn't we? Uh, so look, he's look. He's so smoking here. He's smiling right now. I can see him and hear his stupid smiling face. If anyone out there can bring down Connor the suckling pig from uh, from from his point as you know the best, he's got. He's got to say it. He's the best. He's the best uh, the of the the world's hardest Tottenham Hotspur 
quiz quizzes. Um, John, king would pig. you? What do you call yourself? King pig at the moment. King King pig. All right, that's fine. He's now known as King pig. If you want to take him on, uh, DM me uh, or either at Love the Shirt or at Flav underscore Bateman. And the only way you get in if you can insult him in a really significant way, <laughs> like be as bad as you want to be. Bearing in mind, we do have a sponsor, so don't, I don't freak <laughs> out. But the the worst insult will get you on the quiz next week. Okay, <laughs> and and Connor, your your job there would be to uh, swat away that insult with another victory. Yeah, easy, mate. Easy, keep them coming. You line them up, I'll knock them down. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. All right, boys. Uh, Cho, sorry, like thanks for taking part. Sorry you didn't win, Connor. Once again, thank you for taking part, Ricky. John Bass, my brothers, I'll see you later. Later, boy. Come in, Spess. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Clock. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Clock. A camel shut Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 Does your insurance agent treat you like family? Insurance Corporation is programmed to build interpersonal relationships with members of family units. We communicate on a four-name basis with all customer numbers. Only a human who knows you can create a plan that's right for you. That's why for more than 80 years, Farm Bureau Financial Services has built relationships first and plans second. It's your future. Let's protect it. Talk to a Farm Bureau agent today or visit fbfs.com slash protect. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network.